Do you have your you have your bell? Oh, let me go get it. Oh, dude, come on. It's like the one thing. Got it. Dude, we are we are seriously cooking with gas right now. We are so professional. I could die. Brandi has a new microphone. New mic, who this? We're on S- Skype so I can see you. So anyways, oh, hi, hi, you got a bell. You're in Denver. Are you in Denver? Huh? You got a bell. I got a bell. We can freaking hear each other. You can hear the music that I'm playing. Like we are on a different level <laughs> of badassery right now. And I'm just proud of us and like where we come. We've really started 2019 with a bang. Like we've really just taken YFT to the max level. I know, man. You know what I was thinking about? If heaven exists. Uh-huh. You think there are people in heaven that are like, man, I hope he dies soon so we can hang out. You know, um, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel like this is a much deeper conversation than than what you probably were thinking when you started it. Yeah, I know. I just think I was just thinking about like because like you know the one of like the perks, the pros of like dying and going to heaven is you get to like hang out with like people that have passed that you miss, right? Mm. I just wonder if it's a two way street where they're like, man, I hope he dies soon so we can hang out. <laughs> like I've missed hanging out with Wells. <laughs> I mean, it's possible. I I kind of have like. I don't know. I don't really know what I think heaven is, but like, I feel like it's my mom maybe who has this theory that when we get to heaven, that we're, we don't really have like any recollection of like life on earth. So like when you're born, you don't remember anything beforehand. Your, your mind's kind of wiped. And so when you yeah, die, it wipes heaven's again. The same. That's what my mom thinks. I don't know if I disagree with that. Do I have a dog in here? Oh, I do have a dog in here. I don't know if I disagree with that. I was just thinking about that. You know, I, uh, my sister is, uh, she's pregnant with her fourth child. Maurice is. Mm-hmm. And like all, a lot of kids, dude, I know, man, all my sisters, both my sisters, they never found out what they were having. Oh, really? Yeah. It's like their thing, which is like, and I was like, you don't want to have a gender reveal party. Then I was thinking about like the original, the OG gender reveal party is just going to the hospital, you know, <laughs> and having the child <laughs> and it's having the child. It, it's, it's unfortunate <laughs> yeah, your v- vagina doesn't like shoot out like pink dust or like light blue dust before the baby comes out, you know, like, my God, that would be awesome. Okay, so wait, do they like plan out different options for girl and boy names ahead of time? Like they have an option for each? Yeah, she ran them by me the other day. But what, she's what got, does she got? She's got, uh, I don't know, she might be mad if I do this in the podcast, but she's got, uh, she's got three boys right now. And I was like, I was like, you're having a girl, like 100% having a girl. And they're like, she's like, you don't know that. And I was like, yeah, like statistically speaking, you're having a girl, bro. Like, think about it. If I flip a coin, Three times, and it comes up heads well, heads every single time. Statistically speaking, me getting tails is much better on the fourth try. It's true. But I feel like uh, I know a lot of people that only have boys. Yeah, I don't know. I want her to have a girl. One, because I want, like, the boys. You to do? Ha- yeah, I want I want a little niece from her. I think that'd be great. And I think it'd be great for her. I think it'd be great for uh, for her husband. You know, it's, a, it's just such a masculine household. You need to have a little subtlety. You know, you need to have mm. a little softness of a of a baby of a little girl. You know. See, I only want boys. Like, if I have a girl, I'm gonna be very upset. Yeah, but I was so, so I was talking to her about the uh, the gender reveal thing. I was like, do 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 gender reveal party. She's like, I'm not fucking doing that, dude. It's my fourth kid. Why I wouldn't? Why would I do that? And I'm like, it'd be really funny. You know, like you pop a balloon and then it like shows you like the color. But like, I thought it'd be funny. I was like, you should no, you should do. You should have the color be like not light blue or pink. Have it be like black. And everyone be like, oh, my God, what does this mean? Does this mean that she slept with a black man? They're having a, 
like a mixed oh race baby or is it like a goth child you know <laughs> of all colors you pick black really well yeah it's like oh because i love black like and <laughs> you could have picked like yellow which is gender neutral <laughs> but no you picked black that's such a stupid mo- like millennial millennial thing to do be like our baby doesn't identify as a gender yet so we're going with the color yellow, okay? Also, vegan tacos are uh, around the corner. So go. Oh my gosh. With gluten-free chips. Thanks, bye. Yes. Anyways. Wow. Um, you want to start? Yeah, I think it's your turn to start the show. Bros and hoes, you're listening to your favorite thing podcast with... Wells and Brandy. Hey, hey, hey. I noticed, that you, got a bell. I noticed that you do that a lot. You go... Hey, hey, hey. Are you are you um like reenacting the sound of the of like that thing you hear at like um soccer games? Uh, I don't you know, think so. You like a foghorn? Yeah, but you know you hear them like a, you hear them at like dan- like clubs and like Yeah, soccer like a foghorn. Like brown, 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 brown. Yeah, that, yeah, like that. that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. So that's a different sound actually than the hey, hey, hey. Um, but I do love a good foghorn. Actually, I should get an app with like a foghorn sound to use occasionally. Well, now that you have we're doing this through Skype, you know, you can download. You can download a sound effects? Yeah, you can download a board and Whoa. you can put the sound effects in the board and then you can just click on it when you want it to play in the podcast. Oh, I, I'm into that. I would do it, but I got a lot of things going on on my end, so I'm going to put this oh, on yeah, your plate. <laughs> We're getting real fancy with YFT, guys. Dude, real YFT fancy. is coming to the peeps. It's on the come up. It's on the come up, brah. Yeah. All right, so starting a healthy routine and sticking to it are like two very different things. Yeah, we all skimp on that full night of sleep. We skip the workout, and we brush our teeth with an old tired toothbrush, you know? Yeah, like no one's perfect, but... I feel like we can do better. Like in 2019, we should be able to do better. And Quip, let's just be honest, it's the better electric toothbrush that can help. Maybe this will be my one year's resolution, actually. This is the one thing you'll be better with your teeth? <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like New Year, same brandy, but like better teeth. Yeah, like less gingivitis. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm just such an idiot. Like I, I never know like how long is long enough to brush your teeth, you know? Right. The Quip toothbrush has a built-in two-minute timer that like pulses every 30 seconds to remind you like when to switch sides and like help you clean your whole mouth like completely. Totally. And you know, I really love that it comes with this cover that also mounts to your mirror. So when I'm at home, I stick it to the mirror and it's right there for me every day. But then when I travel, I have a case to put it in. Yeah. I also mount it on the mirror uh, when I'm traveling because you don't know what's on like the counters in hotels. This is true. Like I've done some weird stuff on counters in hotels. Let's just be real about that. Yeah. And it's so perfect for traveling because there's no (laughs) wires. You don't plug it in. It runs for three months on one battery. And then when you get your refill packs, which are so cool, it comes with that new battery. Gotta love some Quip. And that's why over 1 million happy, healthy mouse love Quip as well. And Quip just starts uh, at 25 bucks. And if you go to getquip.com slash YFT, like your favorite thing, right now you can get your first refill pack for free. That's your first refill pack free at G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash Y-F-T. Clean teeth. That's still my favorite like outro of it. You did it once <laughs> and it like really tickled me. So <laughs> I saw a question come in. So, you know, like last episode we um, we called or we had people send in stuff on Snapchat, like what their oh, yeah. favorite thing was. I really liked that, actually. We need to do that more. I know. And so someone asked, what's our favorite thing to do on a road trip? Like, 
snacks, music, all that stuff. And I thought it was a good question. Mm-hmm. Great question. Do you well, know your answer? I like beef jerky. Um, by the way, I say beef jerky wrong. I say beef jerky, and it's beef. You do? Yeah. Why do you say it like that? I don't know because I'm an idiot. That's very weird. It's spelled jerky. I know. I always say beef jerky. What's That's wrong? Very strange. <laughs> so anyway, I like beef. I like beef. I like beef jerky. Mm, even though okay. it makes my car smell like a fart and it, well, everyone uh, hates it, you know, but I, and I, but is, here, that, is that technically what a slim gym is? Yeah, but that's not, that's not beef jerky. That's, oh, no. that's a meat stick, which just, Blech. I know. I do. Here's the thing to do. I freaking love slim gyms too. You do? Love them. Uh, Dude, I don't I cannot. Need, I don't know. I don't understand why beef jerky has got to be so expensive why does this cost fifteen dollars what's happening turkey jerky is also expensive all the jerkies i this thing they had like a like a jerky conference and they're like let's no one knows what this costs let's just have it be seventeen dollars yeah and if everyone charges seventeen dollars people will pay it i know i wonder if there's like some sort of like jerky union where they're like listen you can't get in the game unless you all agree to gouge price all these idiots at uh, gas stations because I've made beef jerky on a Cooking with Wells episode, and it's not oh, yeah. expensive, right? And or hard, mm, really. Hmm. What's your What's your go to? Uh, my go to road trip snack. Uh, I just love gummy bears. It's like my go to gummy bears, gummy worms, sour gummy worms, sour patch kids, anything gummy. All right, YFTers. I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also like no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with Bowl and Branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love Bowl and Branch sheets. I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my Bull and Branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl & Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code FAVORITE at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl & Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Promo code FAVORITE THING. Can I tell you why I don't like gummy? Don't tell me what's in it because I know what's in it. Yeah, and you're a horse lover. It's actually usually cow hooves, not horse hooves. Isn't that weird, that they though? Make the gelatin from. Yeah. Why do we use hooves in gummies? Because it's like, like, it's like, so hooves are actually made of a similar um, substance that like keratin in your hair and in your nails. Yeah. It's like, a, it's like the similar thing. And hair, like, and it's weird, but it's actually very like stretchy. Mm -hmm. And that's, I think, the same kind of idea that of pulling the keratin out of cow's hooves for gummy bears. All right. So you cool. like to eat hair. Is what you're telling me. Sure, yeah. Super dope. Super cool. Super dope, dude. I really, I really think you ruined eggs for a lot of our listeners last week. Listen, they got to fucking deal with the truth, all right? <laughs> I'm coming in firing with the truth. And you know what? A lot of people like try to come at me, seem like that's not what it is. 
And I was like, I yeah, it is. And then they looked it up and they're like, yeah, okay, that's what it is. It's <laughs> And they're like, thanks, I can't eat eggs anymore. Yeah, sorry. It's, it's fine. We eat weird stuff all the time. It's so funny to me. Like people get so hung up on like, I was watching The Bachelor last night and they were eating like weird stuff in Singapore. By the yeah, way, we talk about that. by the way, F you, ABC, you guys sent me to Nemecolon, Pennsylvania. They went to <laughs> they went to Singapore right out the gate. You got to I was I was surprised me. by that. But anyways, everyone's like, uh, uh, oh, I could never eat that. It's just what's the, in your mind? What's the difference? You know, it's the same. What? An eyeball. OK, why is that gross to you? Why is this? Why is the consistency? Why is a Whoa. leg muscle? Totally under like totally fine for you to eat, but an eyeball is it's just all meat, right? Is an eyeball meat? It's all the same. We're all made of the same. I stuff. I don't think so. All right. The eyeball's a little different. Let's yeah. be honest here. I don't care who it is. I'm sorry. I would never eat any of the things that were on that date. No. I would have had no problem sitting there and being like, I'm not eating this stuff. So see you guys later. Wow. It was disgusting. Yeah, but then you're that chick, you know. I don't care. Don't care. That's the one thing. I am. Well, I will be adventurous, but I will not eat pig's feet and eyeballs. And well, I can't. No, dude, that's pig's where I feet is good, man. Not to mention those eating things like that that aren't in your normal diet would probably make you so sick. And so you're gonna be all the way over in freaking where are they Singapore on yeah. a date and have like explosive diarrhea? No, thank you, dude. Straight up facts. In and Out Burger just gives me diarrhea. Immediate, really? immediate diarrhea. And you know what? I'm not fucking stopping. All right. Imagine. <laughs> I wonder why. Because I eat it all the time and it doesn't do that to me. Immediately get bubble guts. Immediately get the bubble guts. That is so strange. Imagine you have a product so good that it gives it's... your customers diarrhea and they're like. And they don't care. Fuck it. Double, double, <laughs> please. Animal style. Give me all the goddess Rhea. Oh, like how do you how do you uh, eat your uh, In and Out fries? Extra crispy or extra well? Me too. Extra well done is the way yep. to go. It's like only, I, dude. I love In and Out, even though it gives me diarrhea. Like maybe, <laughs> like I don't know, guys. Maybe not give me diarrhea. Can we fix the recipe? But their fries suck. All right, but extra crispy it makes them palatable. But like, I agree. But like, I actually like them extra crispy. Yeah, I do too. But like, we, you know, that their head chef at In and Out has been to a McDonald's. Fucking and had the those fries and they're bomb. Fucking replicate that, dude. I don't understand. Just do it. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure In N Out fries are much healthier. Like they're cooked healthier than McDonald's fries are cooked in animal fat. Did you know that? Yeah, I don't care. Great. I'm just saying. I'm just saying In N Out like prides itself on being like a healthier fast food chain, I think. I don't care about that. This shit's giving me diarrhea. <laughs> I want the good fries. You're abnormal though. Most people in California care about that. I don't care about that. All right, I want well, my In-N-Out you know, burger. You're just gonna have to go get your fries at McDonald's. You're gonna have to go through two drive-throughs. I'm, I mean, it's not the worst idea in the world, to be honest with you. So, how do I do In-N-Out? I do. I don't do animal style burger, dude. This is what this is what Sarah's got me onto, man. God, this is why I love her. <laughs> she doesn't get double doubles. She gets two cheeseburgers. Interesting. Why is that? I don't know. Cause it's a fucking good idea. And then you get two burgers, and the list even more diarrhea. Double the fries. And no. <laughs> Double the fries that you hate. <laughs> yeah, no. No, no, no. But I do I do a cheeseburger, onion. I like raw mm. onion on my burger. Blah. 
You like onion? I put onion in everything. No. I like to cook stuff with onion in it, and but uh, like just for taste. But I don't like to eat actual onions. Yeah. What's your go-to yeah. for In and Out? Oh, my my Postmates is here. Can you please hold? Is it In and Out? No, we don't have that here. Hello. Oh yeah. What's hey, I'll be down in one sec. So should be an ad. Why aren't we getting sponsored by Postmates? Hey, BRB. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna talk to our fans over here. We should be sponsored by Postmates. We just did, we just did it on the show. She fucking got a call from Postmates while we're doing the show and we're not sponsored by Postmates. Postmates, if anyone from the ad department is listening to this, and you should, because it's a great podcast, can you send over an offer so we could get some money? Police? Okay. I wonder what you got, though. She didn't have any noun over there. Anything's Mexican food? I don't know. I bet you it's a salad. I'm going with this. I, 100%, she got a salad. It's going to be so, there's just going to be too much shit in it. All the stuff. It's going to be like, goat cheese weird stuff you wouldn't want in a salad nuts berries no onion apparently because she didn't like onion which is stupid you know Ugh, what else while she's going to freaking where is where did she go okay well while she's walking to the store i'm gonna read this tweet katie my lady said uh catching up on episodes and just want to let you know that bird box was a book which came out before a quiet place lol the book is eons better than the movie must read. What are you talking about? Hey, what'd you get? Did you get a salad? I got a kale salad with salmon. Called it! <laughs> uh, I was just reading a tweet we got. So it's Katie, my lady. By the way, did you walk to the store to get your post? <laughs> did you walk to the Postmates headquarters? <laughs> my apartment is so far <laughs> from the main lobby, and I feel bad making them bring it all the way to the front door, so I always go down and get it. Oh, you're a nice person. It's uh, far. Katie, my lady, tweeted, uh, catching up on episodes and just want to let you know that Bird Box is also a book, which came out way oh, yeah. before A Quiet Place. And the book is eons better than the movie must read. Hashtag your favorite things. Can we just stop saying the book is better than the movie? Because that's it always is. It's, there's never been a book that was worse than the movie. It's true. 100% of the time. Did you hear that Joel and um, Jordan got a TV show? Yeah. By the way, I called this three years ago or two years ago. I, I remember texting her being like, why don't you have your own like Chip and Joanna Gaines fix yeah. them up show? I was like, yeah. do you do it. I'll host it. This would be great. And she's like, oh, ha, ha, that's funny. Thanks for saying that. And I was like, no, you shouldn't. What are you, I'm not joking. Do it. And then guess what happened? Now she's done it with Jordan. I mean, it's not a bad idea. It's a good idea. It's a good idea. But no, no totally. one will ever be as good as Chip and Joanna Gaines. I want to be friends with them. I want to hang out with them. You know, I want to be one of their kids. Oh, yeah. Aren't they the best? They're pretty great. But like their love of shiplap and subway tile, it just shiplap is everything. Shiplap is ev. I bet your mom <laughs> loves some shiplap. Loves. Yeah, that's shiplap. a fave. That's a yeah. fave thing. By the way, so we so someone asked a question about favorite thing on a road trip, and you said gummies. And oh it, yeah. It reminded me of this story. Of, well, I was on a road trip with my with my ex, and my ex was uh she had she was very well endowed in the in the chest region, right? <laughs> she had some big old boobs, yeah. some big old. Mastodon titties is what I used to say, and she didn't like <laughs> oh that. God. So we were on a road <laughs> trip. We were, we were on a road trip going to her parents' place or whatever, and uh, and she went. We we stopped at a rest stop, and she went to the bathroom, and then uh, she came out, and she was like, "The weirdest thing just happened." And I was like, "What just happened?" And she was like, "This woman came in there, and she said that how how great my my breasts look." And I was like, "What's weird about that?" You know? And she was like, "That's just a weird thing to say to someone in a bathroom." And I was like, "Not really. I mean, guys say that all the time." And she was like, "Wait, what? Guys say like nice dick in the bathroom?" And I'm like, "No, no, 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 not nice dick. <laughs> they generally they they that's gay." 
uh, you know, but they, they, they'll say like nice balls. And she's like, well, I don't understand why, how, how, why your balls out? And I'm like, oh, you know, like on, especially on long, long road trips, you take your balls out to like air them out a little bit. Cause you, you've been sitting in there sweaty, you know, it's kind of gross. And Interesting. then, and then usually the guy will be like, look over the thing and be like, oh, you, like nice sack, you know, or whatever. And she's like, that's so, she's like, guys are so freaking weird. And I'm like, I know, right? We're crazy. So like so her saying. Is this it, real? People really do that? <laughs> this cannot be real. <laughs> so I tell her this. And she's <sighs> like. <laughs> so. The things you come up with for ye- content. Ye- I just. <laughs> years go by. Years. Uh, and one night we're it's like Thanksgiving dinner. And I'm like with her entire family. And uh, her dad, who I liked a lot, he was a nice guy. He had three daughters, and one of which was the girl I was dating. And he was like, you know, they were like being goofy and silly, silly, silly gooses. And they were like, he was like, man, you girls are crazy. My girlfriend at the time goes, we're crazy? Oh, no. What about guys going into journals and leaning over and saying nice balls on road trips? That's so weird. Girls aren't weird. Guys are weird. And he, <laughs> dad was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Oh, you are a terrible person. (laughs) By the way, you are terrible. Not a true story. (laughs) And she was like, for the past three years or two, whatever, how long we were dating, she was like, I thought that that was real. I've been telling people about this for so long. Why did you tell? And I was like, oh, I just forgot to tell you the truth about that. Oh my gosh! I remember this other time I was I was driving I was with uh, like a like a good buddy's girlfriend. We were driving like I think we were driving down to his house from college, and we were going through. There's a town. It's called Gluckstadt. Do you remember that town? It's it's outside of no. It's in Mississippi or Tennessee. It's called Gluckstadt, and the the girlfriend of my buddy was like, "What do you call with this word Gluckstadt?" And I was like, "Oh, it's actually like this crazy story." And she was like, "What happened?" And I was like, "Man, there was a murderer." that terrorized this town the turn of the century. And he used to beat people to death with what's what's known as a Gluckstat stick. And she was like, what's a Gluckstat Like, what's a Gluckstat stick? And I was like, ah, it's like similar to like a, a lacrosse stick, but it was like used by like Native Americans. And like this guy would like wield one around and just like murder all these people. And so he, he did a lot, a lot of his murdering in this one town. Uh, and so now they call it Gluckstat because of the weapon he used. And she was like, interesting. Years go by and she calls me and like, we're not even friends anymore. And she calls me and she was like, you ass. That is not how the town got his name. It's not a Gluckstat murderer. That's not a real. Th- and she's like, and I looked into it. That's also not a stick that Native Americans use for lacrosse. And I was like, oh yeah, no, I know. I made that entire thing up. So anyways, if I tell you anything on a road trip, I'm a lion. I cannot with all of your lies. <laughs> it's not, I truly can't. It's not really lies so much as it's uh, entertaining stories for me. Wait, I have a question. Have yeah. you ever dated somebody and not gotten along with their family? No. Because like it's a big deal, like getting along with a fan. Totes. My like big girl, like big girl, not not in size, but like the high school <laughs> and in college girlfriends. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> yeah, like I don't. I think her family didn't like my family. Oh. I think they liked me just fine, but like they were Jewish liberals mm. and I come from a conservative Catholic family. It was just like yeah, very different. tough, you know? Yeah. But I will say like parents love me, man. I, I really do a good job <laughs> with parents. 
I know my parents love you. See? You do. You do a good job. Parents you... love me too, though. So. Oh yeah. Everyone, everyone loves you. But oh, like, thanks. Yeah. I'll give that a ding. A I ding. do really well with dads specifically. Like dads really love me. I'm good with parents. I can talk to anybody. That's that's the key, though. You know, if you can talk to anybody about that's whatever true. their bullshit is, you know, all anyone wants to do. If you want someone to like you, all you gotta do is ask them about their shit. And they will love you. That's true. Because people are so egotistical. Yeah. Um. Can we talk about The Bachelor more? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you been watching? Did you watch last night? Oh yeah, man. We had we had uh, our good buddies come over. We're starting to get in oh, yeah. into uh, like couples friends. And I love I love a good couple Cute. friend. Yeah. Trevor and his wife Alex. Trevor is an actor. Okay. He, I'll I'll give a shout out. He's on the show Magicians. He is literally one of the funniest people I've ever met in my entire life. Check Just, it out. And like, actually, I hated watching The Bachelor with him because he's funnier than me when watching it. And I'm like, God, <laughs> like judging all my jokes and stuff. So, oh, yeah, man. we're living in the in couple land. So, yeah, we had them over and um, I liked the episode. Yeah, I there were just a lot of things in that episode I would never do. Bungee jumping. No eating gross things. No. And also, like, if I'm going to bungee jump, I want to bungee jump like over some like gorgeous body of water or something or in some like really scenically beautiful place. The place they took them to bungee jump was so lame. It was like over this teeny tiny little pool. Yeah, I know. And there had to be somewhere cooler in Singapore to bungee jump. Dude, and when what's the girl's name that that went on that date? Taisha, I think. Taisha, when she you when she jumped off, she didn't go Dude, like she didn't dive. She didn't do it right. No, and she you know she snapped that neck. Oh my god, I man. I know. When she jumped off, I was thinking like, who jumps from bungee jumps like that, like feet first? That makes zero sense. Well, I don't, you know, someone that's never bungee jumped before. <laughs> that's but it's like it's like common sense, like your feet are tied. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But doesn't it make all the sense in the world to go head first? Like, uh, it like made me cringe. Like that definitely had to hurt. Oh, I know. I think she's cool. I tell you, she's one of my favorites. Who are your favorites? I just love to hate Demi, dude. I love to hate Demi. Same. She's getting people kicked off left and right. Like I that that is what I don't like is that Colton's not like, okay, I'll keep Demi around, but like if I keep giving her these wins of people that she doesn't like going home, then mm-hmm. I, I'm setting up a bad, you know, example for everyone, you know? Sure. Cuz it's totally. kinda, it's kind of setting up like if you just come to me and bitch about something long enough, I'll, I'll just, I'll just yeah, take him off. I'll let him go. Yeah. Yeah. Although he did keep um, Hannah, even though he, Kaylin said bad things about her. That drama between them is so dumb. I don't. Well, I know, but guaranteed, like in casting, they probably figured that that out that they don't like each other, and we're like, oh, this is perfect. I mean, it's setting you up know? for a two-on-one for sure. Yeah. Exactly. I hope you know what I hope. And we- they're both so beautiful. It's like. War of like the pretty girls, you know. Totes the Alabama one. She like opens her mouth real big. And she's like stealing Olivia's. I know. I was gonna say like you're you're very Olivia-ing it up right now. Yeah, she is. Although her teeth are perfection. Have you ever noticed? I have not. Oh my god! Next time she opens her mouth, you have to. Her teeth are perfect. Really? So who are your faves? Okay. uh, Speech. Pick three faves. Who would they? Speech pathologist is gonna win in my eyes. I know you already know, so so don't like. Tip me off. I think speech pathologist okay. is going to win. I don't even know what her name is, but she's a speech her pathologist. Name's Cassie. Cassie. She's uh, one of my faves too. But I want to see more of her. Right now, like, I feel like they're not showing much of her personality and it's annoying. Yeah, but they're showing her up. We talked about this last time. She, they're showing her enough to be like, why are you showing me this chick? If she's not, if, if, unless she's big down the line, who, why is, are, am I getting any 
comments from her from about Hannah and North yeah. Carolina. You know, like whatever. I just like how normal she seems, but usually normal people don't get much airtime. Yeah, and that's frustrating to me. I'm like, don't reward the girls with terrible personalities just because they're bigger personalities. Like, I want to see more of Cassie. Yeah, and then Tasha is another one of my favorites. And again, I like her because she's very normal and seems very down to earth. And if, if you if she hadn't had a date this week, I wouldn't have said I knew very much about her either. Um, so it was nice to like see her get a one on one because I feel like you got to see more of her. And I really like Kaylin. Which one's that one? Kaylin's the one. She's the uh, she's the other pageant girl. Oh, North that, Carolina. That. Yeah, well, she's the one that has the story about being sexually abused and stuff. That's I know. I, thank God. I I was doing drunk drunk Snapchat last night, and I was gonna make fun of that date, and that, and I just I just didn't have anything like good enough to make fun of or whatever. And then I was like, thank God I didn't, because sex totally opens up, yeah. and you know, it's a sad mm-hmm. story. It's fucked up, dude. Call it. I, uh, I'm glad I got kicked out of fraternity. I'm just gonna say it right now. I'm so that's like one of my, I'm. Thank God. Wait, what'd you do to get kicked out? I didn't pay. <laughs> oh my God. Well, they caught me smoking pot on a pledge retreat. Oh, that's cool. And they made me a second semester pledge. They punched me for that. And I was like, we're going camping. I Is this not what this... We're Everyone's like binge drinking Everclear. Like a couple of us got caught smoking pot in the forest. And I was like, "Is what? I thought this is what this was all about. We're going <laughs> fucking camping. <laughs> and I remember the president of the fraternity kicking me out. He, you know what he was known for? He was known for taking acid and playing in a football game, like in high school. God. Like it was like one of the, like, oh man, he, he played, he played an entire game, he lit it up, you know, like one of those stupid stories. Yeah. And they were like, well, you know, we got to make you a second semester pledge. Caught you spunk pot, and I was like, what? Your claim to fame? I never took acid and played football, you know. Mm-hmm. I just smoked a little pot on a camping trip. Like it would be weird if you didn't smoke pot in a camping trip. I would kick someone out <laughs> if if you joined a fraternity and didn't smoke pot in a camping trip. You're fucking Something's wrong with you. Weird, bro. <laughs> so maybe a second semester. So then, but then they kicked you out for not paying. Yeah, so they made me a second semester pledge, and then I was like, I'm not gonna pay these guys. And then so I like went to all the parties and did all the things, and they were like, you owe us like four grand. And I was like, ah, I don't have it. Later. So that was that's more than my entire like tuition for a semester. Oh, I know it was such bullshit, man. So anyways, I'm, re- I'm really, I'm really happy that I, uh, I'm just not that guy, you know, I don't have like, oh God, guys with their, um, their Greek letters tattooed on their ankle. Oof, Shh, yeah. Shut mm. it. Mm. Get out of here, please. Get out. Get out right now. Take your vodka soda with you. Get out now. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question for you. What do you got? Tell us about your shorty award nomination. Oh my God. Isn't this funny? Funniest thing in the world. Okay. I just like, I was reading a list and it was like Ariana Grande and people like that. And then Wells Adams. And I was like, how is Wells on this list? Wait, so do you know what this is? The Shorty Awards? No, I don't know. I didn't either. Yeah. So I got a tweet yesterday from the Shorty Awards and I would have never seen it, but they got one of those blue checks. So it must be legit. And it says, uh, hashtag Shorty XI nominees for Storyteller of the Year are Aminatu Sao, Mm. Ariana Grande, her to her, Mm -hmm. Army Hammer, which that sounds like a 80s rapper. Caroline Calloway, <laughs> which obviously is uh, the heiress to the golf company, Calloway. Mm. Diet Prada, which is, I would assume, Aquafina's best friend. Eva Gutkowski, which that's not a real person. Hillary Duff. <laughs> Love Hillary. Jonathan Van Ness. Joven Hill, which is everyone knows that Jonah Hill's illegitimate brother. Lily Reinhardt. Is that a model? Oh, is that a model? She's on Riverdale. Oh, okay. The ne- blonde girl from Riverdale. Niecy Nash, which that can't be a real thing. And Wells Adams. <laughs> uh, at least they put you last. I mean, straight up. But like, 
really storytelling. You, this is what I do every day. Every so wait, what, are, what are the shorty awards though? Can you? I think it's that? like it's like social media awards. Oh, I think okay. Sarah knew. I was like, I don't know what this is. Let's go mm -hmm. to the, let's go to like the website and see what it says. Can people vote for you? Yeah. Oh, I want to go do that. How do I do that? Oh, here are the pictures of everyone. Jonathan Van Ness. He's on uh, Queer Eye. He should he'll win oh, probably. Cool. The shorty awards, the best of social media. Millions of people participate in the shorty the shorties to recognize individuals and organizations producing great content on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitch, TikTok, and the rest of the social web. Wow. I mean, I mean I, I'm honored, but dumb because this American life is a thing, you know? Yeah. Like, what about from WBED in Chicago? I'm Ira Glass. This is this American life. What about that guy? <laughs> that guy's a storyteller. <laughs> Why is he not on this? You know what? I think I think you just need to take it and be appreciative. I I'm proud of you, to be honest. I'm. I mean, this is very cool. Do you think I'm a good storyteller on social media? I do. You're not just like, oh, he's drunk again watching The Bachelor, or oh, he's doing but that. This that's like your thing, and like oh, your cooking well segment is just really. It's I, it's my favorite. I know. I should try to make that into a TV show. I really think you should, or at least like a YouTube series or something you can make money on. So I guess I tweeted it out. If you want to go vote for me for Storyteller of the Year, go for it. Um, I'm going to vote for you. All right. Thank you. That's yeah. Good. What are you watching lately? <clears throat> oh, the Ted, have been, have, the Ted, Ted Bundy. Bundy thing. That's what I'm watching. I've got about 20 minutes left of that. But that is. I'm not that far in. But. I didn't know the story of him. I know I didn't really either. And now Zac Efron is going to be doing the movie, which is weird because I think of Zac but, Efron as being a comedian, you know? Yeah, but he's I think he's been trying to do a few more like serious roles. But I am so more, I'm much more excited for the movie. Yeah. Um, I think Zac Efron's going to be a perfect Ted Bundy. Have you what episode are you on? Like three. So he's not is he in jail yet? Um, yes. OK, I think. it's messed up. It is messed yeah. up how much they screw that up. I know. I, I don't want to screw, ruin it for you, but whatever. I know of Ted Bundy. I just it's it's similar to the Unabomber thing. Like I I've heard about it. I knew about it, but I just didn't really understand what was going on with it. You know what I mean? Like, did you know that he broke out of jail twice? I yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know that he broke out of jail twice. Once you break yeah. out of jail one time, you need to lock him up, guys. <laughs> All right, one time is too much. The second time he goes, and then he goes on. A massive killing spree. Yeah. <sighs> Did you know it was really creepy? The first night I was watching it, I was all by myself. And all Me too, and it's late at night, and I got scared. And I was watching it with, with my dog, Carl. And they have, yeah, they, yeah. they I don't know if you've seen it, but like they, they show a picture of just his face in black and white. Mm -hmm. And Carl lost his mind. No. Like usually he barks at dogs or horses. <laughs> but like he saw Ted Bundy and that he freaking. Terrified me. And I was like, well, can't watch this. Going to watch Avengers again because Avengers yeah. is my go-to when I get scared. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I That's one of the reasons why I haven't been able to watch very much of it because I'm always watching TV late at night. But I'm too, I'm like, I'm like, I don't think I should watch this before I go, and go to sleep. It's yeah. going to give me nightmares. But it's good. Highly recommend. Also, like, is is The Rock going to be in this Zac Efron, Ted Bundy movie? Not sure. Great I mean, question. Are they allowed to make movies without The Rock, or have we gotten to a point where only The Rock gets to make movies now? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I love The Rock, though. Who doesn't love The Rock? Everyone loves The Rock in Hollywood. It's amazing. Every time I turn on the TV, he's in a new movie. He's on. You know? Oh, man. When does the Zac Efron one come out? Do you know? 
I think pretty soon. He does look a lot like him, which is creepy. He does. It's creepy. It's in, like it's crazy to me. Like I even saw Netflix tweeting about it, how everyone's talking about how hot Ted Bundy is. Yeah. And it's like he's a serial killer. Totally. But what what was the tweet? What people must have been saying something. Did you see the tweet from Netflix about it? No. Netflix tweeted, I've seen a lot of talk about Ted Bundy's alleged hotness and would like to gently remind everyone that there are literally thousands of hot men on the service, almost all of whom are not convicted serial murderers. <laughs> <laughs> it's like people must really be talking about it. Yeah. It's like, well, they got you and they got Ted Bundy. <laughs> it's insane. I did something that I had never done the other day. What's that? I watched the movie Rent. Oh, I've, I've never seen it either. But really? I watched the live show. On Fox. Sarah's good friends with Vanessa Hudgens mm -hmm. and yep. Jordan as well. Yep. So she was like, we got to watch Rent. And I was like, oh, cool. Okay, <laughs> let's do it. And she's like, you need to watch the movie so you understand what's happening. And I was like, mm. so you're telling me I got I to watch Rent twice in, the, yeah. in one afternoon. Okay, let's, let's Probably do Probably could have still understood what was happening if you've mm. not seen the movie. Yeah, I don't know. I have thoughts on Rent. By the way, like this let's is one of like, Sarah like really resonates with, rent one because she grew up in the 90s on the lower east yeah. side like like she used to go to like the restaurant that they go to and like where the guy wrote the screenplay or whatever the the play yeah so it's like it's a big th and obviously musical theater and new yorker and like uh it's a thing so she's like all about it i never seen it i didn't really know what's going on do you want me to kind of give you the uh the breakdown of it sure so basically it's a bunch of people who have aids they've been living in this apartment complex for free for the entire year. And the guy who owns the building used to be like one of their buddies is like, hey, you got to pay me a year's worth of rent. And they're all like doing riots and things because they are the guy is trying to, you know, like gentrify the neighborhood and like change the apartment into like a nice place. And they're, they hate him now because he's doing this and they're didn't pay rent and da 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 da. And meanwhile, like everyone's dying of AIDS. It's like the saddest freaking thing. It's sad, yeah. But I have a take on it that I think is going to be unpopular, but sometimes Ooh. people need to hear the truth. Okay? This is like the egg. Uh -huh. Okay? Okay. Hot take on rent. Mm -hmm. Benny, the guy who owns the building, mm -hmm. is the victim here. Now, hear me out, and I'll tell you why. Benny used to be buddies with all these people, and then they stopped being friends with him just because he ran into a little bit of money. Also, Benny was letting them all live there for free for an entire year, and now you're being a total dick doing all these, like, movements and riots because Benny's trying to make the, t make the part of town just a little bit better? Really? And now you're being an asshole to him. Oh, yeah, let's not forget about Mimi, the dancer who used to be his girlfriend and then starts dating him again in the middle of the movie, weirdly. Oh, yeah, mm -hmm. Mimi obviously has given him AIDS. So let's just go through the whole thing. Benny doesn't get any fucking money for rent, which is who lives for free? Nobody. <laughs> also, he's no longer friends with any of his old friends, and he's going <laughs> to die of AIDS. Oh, and by the way, the, at the end, Mimi leaves him to go back with Roger. Stop. You're very passionate about this. It's a good movie, dude. I liked it. What did you think about the the, the Fox version? I felt terrible version? for them because Roger broke his ankle. I know. Freaking uh, the night before. So they had to redo all the stuff. That sucks. Could man. you imagine? Dude. I mean, what about for 
what's his face? The guy that plays Roger, I forget his name. Yeah. Um, that's, I mean, can you imagine the night before do, ha- having to do that and like feeling so bad and guilty and ugh, there's, be awful. there's a lesson to be learned here. So they had to use all the footage from the rehearsal, right? Yeah. Um, the lesson to be learned here is every time you do anything, even if you think it's practice, you should do it yep. as badass as you possibly can because Give you it never 100%. know. 100%. Well, I thought we should talk about Fire Festival. Still obsessed. <laughs> I do have a thought on Fire Festival, by the way. Let's hear it. All right, so let me get this straight. You saw that Kylie Jenner and Emily Ratchikakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakak
shyster things as far as like you know ripping off blade and trying to have like a plane service to the Hamptons and you know he he had a big you know had a Maserati and a driver but then would like you know like send scammy emails like hey if anybody wants to rent my car for a day you know three hundred bucks <laughs> like just weird sort of hustles that you don't really see from normal people like that have a Maserati because if you have a Maserati the last thing you want anyone to do is anyone else to drive it because someone like me will pay three hundred dollars right. just to absolutely destroyed for an afternoon anyway he was sort of always on the, on the fringe of kind of the, the new york social scene and i knew a couple of his closer friends and so that's sort of how i first became introduced to him so i mean so like when you first met this guy did you immediately get a vibe of like this guy's bad news well you know brandon that's like such a good question and in normal places in normal cities you can kind of like do a background check you sort of know where someone is from or you know a little bit about them new york you know it's kind of like la where you can figure it out what like 30% of the people do, but then everyone else is just sort of BSing their way through. And, it, it, and it's kind of hard to determine whether someone's a, you know, a trust fund kid or, you know, got a side hustle or selling drugs. You know, you don't really know uh, unless they work in finance in New York uh, and unless they're actively you know, in film and pictures in L.A., everyone else is just sort of like this indistinguishable, ma- uh, you know, melting pot for the people that are trying to just survive here. So, you know, I got in the vibe, but I get that vibe from like 30%, 40% of the people I see out on a you know, given evening. Uh, so <laughs> it, there was nothing too weird, but it really sort of started in earnest when I got called and asked, like, would you have an interest in buying an island in the Bahamas? And that was sort of how this whole thing sort of began. You know, I don't know if, if you want me to go into that. There wasn't a weird vibe initially, but just sort of like an eye roll type of, okay, he's got a fake black card that he charges the same mm-hmm. amount to have. You know, if you had real credit, you would just get an American Express Platinum card and mm-hmm. and, and not you know, not deal with this kind of stuff. And that was always sort of like, he was always, you know, elevating sort of the fringe guys and involved with them. Did you entertain the thought of buying an island? The, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, it's something people are always, I mean, it's New York. People are always kind of trying to come up with inventive things to deploy capital into. And I'll, I'll go on a date with anybody just to, just to have the experience. Um, but I actually know it's, it's quite an involved process. It takes several months, if not years, to purchase an island. You've got to you know, demonstrate your sources and uses, what construction you'll do, any environmental issues. Uh, and in the Bahamas specifically, it's, it's like a 99-year lease. You don't actually own the dirt. So it makes it kind of an interesting mm-hmm. uh, thing. And so, But the moment that he, it was like, oh, he's involved, I was like, forget this. I'm not doing it. Like, well, we're going to go down on a diligence trip. And so some of the guys were posting you know, Instagram stories, things like that. And I'm seeing like all of these you know, world famous supermodels. I was like, hell, like I should have gone on that diligence trip. This actually looks like it's a blast. I didn't think anything of it. This was like in November of 16, put a, a time frame on it. Came back and it was this time a few years ago uh, that sort of the orange tile, the ubiquitous orange tile and, and Firefest video came out. And in that video is a white plane with red stripes. And I actually know the owner of it, call him. I was like, what the heck is this? And he's like, yeah, like this is the island thing that I was telling you about. We're, we're throwing a music festival on a deserted island. I was like, buddy, there's a zero chance that this works, but like, God bless you mm-hmm. and good luck. And didn't really sort of think about it other than sort of the, the general eye roll where I was like, you know, like AEG and Live Nation with all of the resources that they're able to bring to bear, couldn't throw something on a deserted island in a foreign country, you know, with six months notice. Uh, you know, right. five months notice. And so I, I just didn't really, and anyone that's been involved in production or anything would know, you, you know, you've got to have power 
water, sewer facilities, medical tents, you know, all this kind of stuff set up. And that takes a lot, a lot of work. Uh, and so I, I just mm-hmm. like, oh, this thing is like, so this is an amazing video, but this isn't going to work. And right. then where it sort of like became a bit of a passion project for me was that mm-hmm. like there were actual people that I knew that were getting hit up to invest in this, both the app and the festival. And so I'm saying like, these numbers don't make sense. You've got CAA, WME, Paradigm that, that aren't doing the booking revenue that his app that no one's ever heard of is doing, right? You know, he's claiming like $150 million worth of bookings. Like that makes you probably the fifth largest talent agency in LA. And a lot mm-hmm. of the artists, you know, are signed to exclusive agency deals. Uh, and I'm like, right. you know, knowing enough how that game works, like this is ridiculous. This isn't going to work. So I'm calling these guys, I'm calling these friends back, you know, and saying, don't invest in this thing. Don't invest in this. And it became bigger and bigger and bigger. And I started hearing that other people had invested that I knew. And so I was like, look, i got to put a stop to this thing. Because it's one thing to sort of buy a ticket to a, a music festival that ultimately fails. It's another thing to you know, write a $5 million, $10 million check to something where there's real financial crimes going on. So that's sort of how it became yeah. a, a more involved project for me. And, you know, I knew uh, several of the artists that were performing and I was fact checking with them. I said, you know, you're not being paid. You're not getting these, this money on the terms that you disclosed. It was a bag of lies. At the same time, you know, I, I found out the sale for the island went south, you know. And so there's a lot of things that were just like red flags uh, for me. But I was sort of the only person that was you know, sort of standing in the confluence of all of these rivers getting this information. And so that's where. The, the ubiquitous, now ubiquitous uh, fire fraud Twitter account got created. But ultimately, I, you know, I wasn't successful in stopping it, although I was successful, I think, in reducing a lot of the financial financial fraud that, that went on. Wow. Well, you know, it's a lot more interesting to, to see Emily Ronajowski on the beach uh, than it is to talk to me. But the um, but it sort of provides a little bit of context for how this whole thing went down. And, and obviously, you know, neither one of the documentaries covered you know, much of the financial machinations that he right. was engaged in. But, you know, it was pretty, pretty elaborate fraud that he was conducting. You're going to put money on a wristband in order to pay for things. Well, like you guys know this because you've been to, you know, Lollapalooza and Bonnaroo and Coachella. Like you've got to have a Wi-Fi network in order to, mm-hmm. you know, have e-payments work. You can't have mm-hmm. a Wi-Fi network on a deserted island in a foreign country. Yeah. Like, you know, so all of these things are sort of like eye rolls. And it was just ways for them to scam the ticket holders uh, even more. Mm-hmm. Do you think he's a sociopath? Wow, so- no question. Oh. Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely no question. I mean, look, you know, a lot of people were like, hey, you know, this thing would have happened if the weather hadn't turned. Or if, you know, if they if you hadn't mm-hmm. messed up the investment from, you know, Comcast Ventures, you know, that he could have used that money. Well, it's like he, he was defrauding people all along, right? You, if you lie about mm-hmm. the numbers and performance and the revenue of your app, you know, you're fraudulently inducing people to invest if you're going to take that money and misappropriate it at the festival you're causing people to do and and so and i think like i think he knew from the very beginning from from week number one anybody that he'd hired with a, with a brain would have said we can't put a festival on in five months uh, in a foreign country much less on a deserted island I, I think that he lived very large you know and a lot of that stuff got left off but you know he was taking pjs back and forth from you know new york down there uh they had a massive yacht they're throwing big parties I think, like, you know, to some extent that he wanted to pull it off in order to, to minimize, like, the, the actual collapse, where maybe he would have been able to say, well, we're, you know, a lot of things went wrong, but we'll learn from it. But ultimately, it was just such a spectacular collapse. I think he is a sociopath. And to, and to that end, Wells, like, even after this thing happened, he was still going out to clubs in the city, you know, and had his girlfriend renting Hamptons houses paying cash. He wasn't necessarily, like, 
hey, I'm very contrite and I'm going to learn my lesson. It's still, you know, I'm going to live this faux baller lifestyle, despite the fact that if you Googled my name, uh, it's associated with this massive collapse uh, and, and epic failure. Something I wish they had showed more of, and I think they showed it a little more in the Hulu version, um, was that when he was released on bail, he started scamming people again immediately. Yeah, like and that was the, the VIP crazy. ticket scam. Yeah, and it, and it was yeah. like stuff that you can't buy tickets to. You know, it was like, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, if if you could go on StubHub and get tickets to the Victoria's Secret Fashion Show, yeah, mm-hmm. I, you know, I'd do it uh, all day. <laughs> uh, so, you know, and it was using the same victims, uh, the same email listserv, and he was going right back after him, teaching somebody else, you know, how to how to straight hustle. Um, and so, mm-hmm. I think you've got to have like a sociopath mentality where you don't internalize any of the damage that's done to the point that, you know, you're out on bail uh, and you're mm-hmm. going right back to committing financial crimes. It's, it's insane. ludicrous. I don't think it's the last that we've heard of him. I mean, you know, you got to realize, no. I think that he knew this thing was a fraud for day one. He stuffed cash away, right? He's probably got mm-hmm. half a million dollars buried somewhere uh, or in a property that's yielding you know, real estate income uh, that we don't know about, that the receiver won't find. Mm. He'll get out in five and a half years, you mm-hmm. know, and go right back to it. You know, five and a half years uh, is about what it, my undergrad lasted at Ole Miss. And I came out in a worse financial position that he's going to come out, you know, after a, a $30 million fraud. Yeah. Is there one thing from either documentaries uh, that wasn't said that you wish had been said? Sort of mind-blowing that Ja Rule uh, <laughs> was no doubt a beneficiary yeah. of this entire thing has somehow avoided any prosecution, any judgments, mm-hmm. uh, actually like right back out there promoting the Fire app rebranded as Icon to consumers. And I just think like, how does this guy, how, how, how at the same time is he flying on planes and living on yachts, smoking you know, joints and film, you know, and like like living this excessive lifestyle and benefiting from the fraud, you know, not, uh, not covered. I mean, there was that, that great clip that they had that he was like, it's not a fraud, it's not a fraud. It's maybe false advertising, which of course is fraud. Uh, yeah. But it's like, come on, like this guy is like, I gotta figure out who his like PR team is because they've done an amazing job. Yeah, who his legal team is because they've also, they've done an amazing job to, to avoid all prosecution to a guy that, keep in mind, had been to jail before for gun mm-hmm. charges and financial related crimes. He's a bit of a serial offender himself, and sure had fun for seven months on you know investor and ticket holders dime. I was thinking the same thing. It's pretty fascinating that he has been left out of a lot of the conversation around Firefest. Yep. He also seems like the biggest dork. I just hate the let's drink like rock stars. Let's whatever. Yeah. Oh my God. Like frat culture. Like, I mean, it's one thing, you know, in when you're 19 years old, you know, to be chanting stupid toasts like that. But like, Come on, buddy. Like, if you're the face of a company, that's not how you're operating. Yeah. And, like, you know, a lot of the intel that I got from a, uh, you know, whistleblower or, or someone like that was, like, he, he literally comes in, smokes weed all day, you know, drinks, and then is, like, all right, let's, you know, let's live like legends. So let's, you know, like, some sort of meaningless tropes that are, like, all right, let's, <laughs> this is your motivational, like, speaker. Um, you know, and, and like, and, and, and Wells Brandon, like, this is this is an exclusive for your podcast. You know, I told this to the documentary guys, but, but said you've got to authenticate this. They were not able to do so, so. So this is not fully confirmed. But, like, I had it on pretty good authority that their plan was to, like, you know, work a side deal with drug de- with a drug dealer down there. 
And so their plan was, you know, look, if everyone's flying in for a music festival and has to go through customs, no one's going to be bringing in drugs, uh-huh. right? I mean, you've got drug dogs, you're not going through TSA, and you're not going through customs with, you know, recreational drug for a festival. So what they, they, what they were going to do is, like, basically give an exclusive to one of the drug dealers on the island in exchange for a percentage cut of the profit. I'd put my hand on the Bible and state this is factual. And, like, there was a drug seizure. You know, keep in mind, like, I'm giving tips to these I'm calling the, you know, the, the ambassador's office. I'm calling the head of uh, the Bahamian government. You know, at six days before the festival, the, the, there was a bunch of recreational party drugs, which are not indicative to the uh, the Bahamian sort of weed scene, you know, that was down there. And so, like these guys were like like side scamming this. That's just not something that you hear about the guys from, you know, Live Nation doing wow i didn't even think about that but i gotta be honest with you that's kind of genius i mean uh no, kind of genius yeah <laughs> throw a big party you make the door really really hard to get drugs through and then start selling drugs on the inside yeah. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. there's the great uh rob reiner mockumentary you know this is final tap yeah i wouldn't mind like an amazon prime or an hbo coming at it like the documentary on the documentaries yeah just yeah, to see sort of how all of that went down well i thought <laughs> you did a great job on both you're freaking yeah. hilarious on both of them dude so i, I appreciate mm-hmm. it and wells congratulations on all of your success oh thank you uh, and you as well miss brandy and uh and if i can ever be of service to you guys uh, don't hesitate to let me know. Good talking with you, buddy. Thanks so much. And yeah, I want right. I, I want like three more of these movies. I just want to see Cal on TV more. That's all I really need. Yeah, well, yeah. It, it's going to be a skinnier new me. All right. Uh, I, I watched two documentaries and saw four chins. Uh, <laughs> and so anyway, but uh, love you guys and uh, have a great night. All right. See you, buddy. Thank Thanks you so, so much. much you, buddy. All right. Yep. What a great dude. Dude, Cal is one of the funniest guys I've ever met. No, he's awesome. He's also so smart and like eloquent, like mm-hmm. explaining all that was like the drug thing is, is mind blowing, by the way. I know, but it makes so much sense. Total sense. Like, can you imagine how much money Bonnaroo would make if they also yeah. sold the drugs there? Mind blowing. It's, I mean, it's genius. Yeah, it and, really is. And illegal. Uh, but yeah, very illegal, very legal. We don't suggest it, but it, oh my gosh, I can't wait to see what happens when Billy gets out of jail. Cause he's for sure going to keep doing this for sure, man. What a crazy human being. Yeah. Anyways, that was uh, awesome. I'm really glad he hasn't done any press from this. And I like commented on this picture being like, you're on my freaking podcast. And he's like, <laughs> okay, I'll do it. I'll only do press for you. And I was like, okay, thanks. I mean, you can you can go do a bigger outlet. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> we were obsessed. We talked about that thing so much. So uh, anyways, big thanks to him. Um, yeah. I got to go. We didn't talk about many favorites, but we can save it for next week. Oh, music. Music, yeah, that was our... I got one. Have you heard this new Vampire Weekend? Yep, I love it. Right? Mm-hmm. Can you hear it? Yep. Okay, well, this is a really long intro. Mm-hmm. We took a vow in summertime. Now we Ezra Koenig. Anyways, the new record is called Harmony Hall. And it's, is that what it's called? Uh, Harmony Hall sure. 2021? Anyways. Is that the rec- is that the album's called? Well, this song's called Harmony Hall, but like, yeah. anyways, it's the new one for Vampire Weekends. Dope. What do you got? Super good. Um, I've got two, the new Ryan Adams song. We heard it. What? I didn't know it was a new Ryan Adams song. Yes! It's called Fuck the Rain. Oh, God, I love Ryan Adams. God, I just love Ryan Adams. God, I love Ryan Adams. 
I wish I was. Wouldn't it be cool if I was related to him? That would be really Just cool. Wells and Ryan Adams hanging out. I want to lie down here in your arms and just die. Can I live long enough to be alive? Still sounds good, man. Gotta love him. He's the best. best. One of my ultimate faves. Um, Julia Michaels put out an EP. I love her so much. Play Into You if you're going to play one. I can drive down Santa Monica without thinking about you and what you're doing now. I've thought about moving to a different state, a different country. Yeah, maybe that'll be better. Is she British? I don't think so. I like everyone I sings that, like, like they got marbles in their mouth. I wish we didn't have to walk around our problems. She's got a great voice, though, dude. She's adorable. Love her. The Holy is great. Yeah. Inner monologue part All right, I'll one. let you go. Yeah, sorry, I gotta go do a radio show. Um, But I miss ya. I love ya. And love ya. You're bye, my, everybody. You're one of my favorite things. Okay, goodbye. Goodbye. Okay, bye. bye. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.